Hey guys, it's Chastity and Joelle Smith coming to you for the very first time to introduce our podcast, The Journey. First of all, we're going to give you a highlight into the journey we traveled when our daughter was diagnosed. And then once we added our smaller children into the mix, but then there's going to be a couple different things that we're going to talk about. Yeah, seriously. I mean, um, you know, we want to talk about those hard, hard questions. How do you deal with, you know, life in these situations? What do you do? Um, life, life isn't as pretty as we try to paint it to be. So, you know, what do we do? How do, how do we deal with the funky truth? You know, so, yeah. So, let's get into it. Hi guys, you're listening to The Journey, The Maturation of Us. This is Chastity and Joelle. Um, this is episode one. Yeah, we're excited. And so, how you feel, Jeff? You nervous? Yep, I am. Why? I mean, I guess it's just opening up about different things. I shouldn't be because they can't see me. Right. But <laughs> I am. So. I mean, you know. Yes. I, I guess it's because, you know, it's a transparent situation. So. Well, I mean, I feel like we're pretty transparent. Yeah, you're right. So, like, I don't know. But anyway, um, let's get into it. I guess, um, so... For those that don't know us, that's Chastity. I'm Joelle, and we're coming to you with our first episode of the Journey, the Maturation of Us podcast. And so, this podcast is actually going to um, <clears throat> kind of walk you guys alongside of our journey. Those that know us, and those that don't know how or what a person goes through, or what a family goes through of a child. That has been diagnosed with some type of uh, disease. Our, ch- our daughter Jordan was diagnosed with ALL, acute lymphoblastic leukemia, back in 2014. And so, um, you know, we kind of wanted to open up about the situation and let you guys know. So, Chaz, um, what is a journey to you? Well, I'm going to start with the definition of a journey. So it says the definition is an act of traveling from one place to another, which I feel like that's pretty transparent. Um, And so uh, a journey to me is pretty much what the definition is. You're you're traveling, you're moving from one place to the next or um, from one level to the next. Um, I mean, you just, you're moving. Okay. I like that. I like that. I even like the definition. I mean, just thinking about it in life, right? I, I, I look at life as a journey. And so I think this is why we chose the name. Actually, my wife came up with the name. She's a genius. So um, um, I think about a journey when, you know, she. my wife has this pendant that I bought her when we first started dating. I'm really getting serious. It was our first Valentine's Day. And when I was at the jeweler looking at looking at what I was going to buy her, you know, she had me at that point. I'd never done anything like that. And so the jeweler told me that the, the uh, pendant means um, 
it means uh, it, it the name of the pendant was the Journey Diamond, or it was a Journey pendant. And I was like, wow, that's very, very, very significant or symbolic because I really felt as though that my wife was um, a person that I was embarking on a journey with in my life. So I wanted her to, I wanted to signify that I'm willing to go on this journey with her. So yeah, so I feel like a journey is very important. I think, I feel like journey is life. You want to go from one point to another point. And so I think that brings me to the second question I have. What is maturation? Chaz, what you think? Um, well, I think, and then I'll give you the definition. I think maturation um, is when, well, I mean, obviously, when you mature, um, it's the act of maturing, but growth, um, I think as you travel, you know, through life situations, um, you grow mentally, spiritually, emotionally. Um, some people like to relate maturity with age. Um, and then sometimes, you know, you can be of a young age, but have a matured mind. And so the definition, I was going to do the definition. You was going to do the definition? You're taking my part. That's, that's my work. So, uh-huh. well, look, yeah, so, right so when I think of maturation, I think yeah. about us and I think about the journey we've been on. Um, the definition says the act or process of maturing. Mm-hmm. And so the example that it gives is the ripening of fruit or some say that the maturation of wine, because when you think about wine, it has to age, it has to mature. And so I think of my wife as a fine bottle of wine. She gets better as she matures. So <laughs> look at this one, though. Look, watch this one. What's the other one? Let's see. Um... That's journey. I know. Oh, wait. So I'm trying to work my technology here. So y'all have to bear with me. I'll get it though. Oh, so look at this one. Mm-hmm. The entire process. Nope, not that one. The emergence of personal and behavioral characteristics through growth process. I like that one because that's what I think about when I think about maturation. Um, something about me is I'm I'm kind of. Uh, <laughs> infatuated with getting better um it's not like a you know weird thing but i I just i tend to always conceptualize or try to conceptualize or analyze in my mind the place of where i am in my my growth process or my maturation process let's use that word because we that's our podcast right and so in my journey, I, I try to figure out where I'm at. Am I maturing? Am, am I getting better? So, uh, yeah, so I think I think maturation means the, um, you know, like when you think about a journey, I think a journey is supposed to be maturing you or it's supposed to be getting you from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, so Chad, so um talking about all that stuff, um we talked about 
maturation. We talk about a journey. I think that's really synonymous to or synonymous with our um, family, what our family went through, right? So go ahead, like I guess let's let's let everybody know what happened. Uh, kind of fill everybody in on the story, um, because I think our story helped us. I know it sounds crazy, right? I mean, how do you feel about that? You think our situation kind of made us better people? I know it's oddly enough to say, but I, I think I'm better now. Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, I and it's funny, you know, that the podcast is titled The Journey. Um, because it's crazy. You can find a journey in anything. And so now, like literally in this moment, I'm realizing um, even leading up to getting Jordan's diagnosis, it was a journey mm-hmm. to even get the diagnosis. Yeah. And so I said it was a journey to get the diagnosis because we literally had to go through and rule different things out. Um, and so, of course, if you know us, if you know Jordan, um, you know, she's a, she's an athlete, she's a gymnast and she, you know, practiced extensively, um, during the week and has done that for the past. How many hours a week was it? Like 20 um, hours? Yeah, 20 hours. Um, and, um, you know, she had done that, you know, for, for what, four years by then? Well, she was nine then, so it's almost about, had to be about like four or five years, so... Okay, so she, you know, she had practiced that for a long time. And, um, you know, gymnasts, they go through growth spurts and um, different things that go on through their body because gymnastics is tough on the body. And so we thought at first that she was just experiencing experiencing, um, athletic wear on her body. So we had taken her to sports medicine. Um, We received a sports medicine diagnosis. We let her break for about a week and a half and then we sent her back to the gym and once she gotten back into the gym then other things started happening um i remember one morning um she was complaining of chest pain chest pain yeah. and it was like four or five in the morning of course your child who's right. you know seemingly healthy complains of chest pain you know i don't think we thought heart attack but we thought okay she's got to go to the er so we went and you know they ran multiple tests Never, never drew any blood, um, but then they just said it was just something viral and that, you know, it would pass. And this was leading into the Thanksgiving holiday. Um, but then with that happening, you know, she would spike these really odd fevers um, randomly. But what about the um, the leg? The leg. The leg, yeah. Um, so, well, that was a part of the sports um yeah, but the sports diagnosis was kind of like um, yeah. in her growing area. And so that what made us think that it was sports related. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, us not knowing that's just what we thought it was. Right. Um, and then but really around that time, I think uh, <clears throat> around the time also she had the chest pain episode where we brought it to the e, uh, ER, and actually what happened was they did, like, all of the EKG tests, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if they did a stress test, technically. Nope, they didn't. But they did all of the proper heart monitoring procedures, and it was, like, nothing there. But, um, uh, so... And then, I mean, you know, when we would 
And then another thing too, her appetite changed. Mm-hmm. Um, just in general conversation, I would talk to her teacher to let her know what was going on. And her teacher was like, oh, you know what? Now that I think about it, she hasn't been eating her lunch. Because then she would start complaining of stomach pain. Mm-hmm. And so this was like every week. And so, you know, of course, as a parent, you have a fourth grader. You know, you're like, no, okay. She was third grade. No, Jordan was fourth grade. Mm, she was third grade. No. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. She just started for Yeah. Just started for grade. Yeah. So, of course, you think, okay, why you don't want to go to school? Because every week it was something different. Like, every week. And mm. so, like I say, I don't care who your child is. You have to be like, okay, now why you don't want to go to school? And so, you know, every week something was wrong. And then we're looking at the medication accumulate on her dresser. And, and we're in this point to where, okay, something is, like, not right. And so during the course of all of that, you know, we've made trips to her PCP, trips to the ER. Um, How many times have we gone to the ER? Maybe about four times? Oh, goodness. Yeah, because this happened between the... This was like October and all of November. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, all of October and all of November, we yeah. were back and forth between the PCP or the pediatrician and the ER. Yeah, and, and then so, of course, you know, by the time we get to the ER, what was hurting her at home doesn't hurt anymore. So that was even a journey because I didn't want to have to tell my child, okay, look, you just need to say something hurt so we can get <laughs> in the back. Yeah, she didn't. Jordan, you know, at this point, Jordan did not want anybody to stick her. So just imagine at this point, your, your child, you know, your oldest child that can talk but your oldest child you don't know what's wrong with them you know all we're hearing is because we're getting urine you know they're testing her urine of course but they don't know they're just saying oh it looks viral or you know it has to be viral Mm -hmm. you know no no definitive conclusions it's like it has to be because she's constipated it's viral yeah she's constipated and she's having a fever of about 104 to 105 and i think the highest i saw was 107 i'm talking about where her skin was turning pink Yep. So, um, that's the type of situations we were dealing with. And so, um, it was crazy cause you know, she had sat out of gym from September because at the point of the sports, what we thought was sports injury, we, uh, we just kind of said, well, look, it's that point of time. Like Chad said, we thought it was a growth spur. Let us, let her rest because she had been in gym since four. And so if, if you're a gymnast or if you know someone that does gymnastics, it is a wear and a tear on their body, especially because they're training year-round. It's not like football. It's not like basketball. It's not like baseball where you're seasonal. You're pretty much training every every week, all week, all year-round. You get breaks in between, but the break may be just for a holiday. So we're just like, you know what? She's a child. Let her rest. Let her grow. Let her body rest a bit because, I mean, if you would have saw her body back then, she was like, built she had she had a six-pack she had she was toned i mean at the age of nine she she was ready for it and you know she could do handstands for like over a minute i mean she was i mean she was a state champion so everything that comes along with being a state champion for multiple years she was it so and that was something hard to tell her she couldn't do the very thing that she literally could do in her sleep yeah live and breathe gym so, you know, we had to literally sit her down and 
So, so what, her. so what were you thinking in this time? Like not knowing what was going on, but knowing something's going on. But you know, um, well, now as I look back, I think for me it was. It started to turn into frustration because I am being vocal, you know, by saying, okay, there's something wrong. Um, Now she's complaining of this. Now she's complaining of that. I had a whole list of things and complaints. And so with frustration, then it had almost started like, well, is it me? Am I having what is it munchausen syndrome you know where you just kind of it's like you in your mind oh, you people mean, are sick yeah because it's mental yeah because i'm going to you know these medically trained professionals so this, yeah. and giving them my complaints you know right. of the child that i live with and then they're telling me it's this and it's that and then and i'm still coming back like, no, yeah. there is something wrong. And mind you, you know, her appetite. So we're watching her weight. So drastically change. And, and I want to interject there a little bit. Parents, especially mothers, if you know something is wrong with your child, what, we, what we've learned and what we were supported once we got to send you, you know, and we'll get into all of that at some point, um, is that if you know something is not right with your child, make sure you make sure you bring it to your physician's attention. You are their biggest advocate. You And really the thing is, you know your child better than your doctor knows your child. Your, yep. ch- your doctor only knows data. Your doctor only knows charts. Yep. You know your child's behavior, emotions, mannerisms, yep. fears, and biggest dreams. So if your child's behavior is off and do not act like you're crazy, I mean, if you have to go to hell and hot water just to get, you know, make sure they're getting blood. Make sure if you know that there's something that is not right. So, and I just had to say that because that's something that, you know, and we'll get into that. We'll get into that. But I I just, I had to interject there. So, before he hijacked, (laughs) but, um, so yeah, so I'm making all these trips and I'm making all these complaints and, and I'm, and I can remember, you know, one time where I specifically asked, would they draw blood? Um, because I was a phlebotomist, you know, for, you know, for some time. And so I had knowledge of knowing that if there is ever anything wrong, your blood will, will reveal it. And so when you're looking at her on the outside, she appears to be healthy. And then all of her different symptoms, you know, are all over the place. Then the one thing I could think of is, okay, we'll draw blood. Yeah. Now, mind you, I know my child hates to be stuck, but I'm at the point where, look, we need to figure out what's going on. Yeah. And I remember, you know, occurrence, I asked, you know, hey, you know, could you, could you guys draw blood? And I was told on, you know, two different occasions, nah, we don't, there's no really no need for that. And me, I left it. But didn't really rest well with No, that. not at all. Um, because here again... I know my child. I know there is something wrong and I cannot figure out what it is. And so, um, and so, okay, so we were going into the Thanksgiving break and I said, well, look, 
maybe whatever it is will have a week off of school. Yeah. You know, it'll give her body to rebound. Um, maybe she just needed to be away from the school, you know, flu season, kids, germs, all kinds of stuff. So I'm just thinking at this point, maybe we just need this break and you know, whatever it is, she'll get past it during the Thanksgiving break. Um, and everything will be okay. Well, it was the day before we went back to school. Joel and I were on the couch. Um, I was doing work, preparing for the week. He was doing work. Well, you got to reverse. You got I'm sorry. You got to back up because you remember the Friday before, like the Friday after Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went to ER. Yep, she that's was, right. She was like, you know, constipated or whatever. That's right. Okay, and so look, so fever. I but I have to go back Thanksgiving because yeah, we almost. To. Matter of fact, okay. Yeah. So Thanksgiving morning, um, well, we had already planned to go be with family for Thanksgiving, and you know, when I say we're gonna be with family for Thanksgiving, that means I didn't prepare no meal. Mm-hmm. For my household, because we were going to be with family, and we woke up that morning, and she, um, you know, she she had she had cried all night, um, the night before Thanksgiving, um, and then we woke up that morning, and she was, I think Joel had set up with her, um, you know, she just she had cried all night, and so we had considered not going anywhere because she did not feel well and it had gotten to the point to where I had gone to Walgreens to get my nine-year-old an enema I went to purchase an enema for her because I was told that she was so constipated and it showed on x-ray but nobody could figure out why so I was thinking well maybe we just need to go Uh you know and get that I got that and I attempted it and it was in that attempt. I was like, Oh no, so I can't to... put her into it. I can't put her, I can't put, put her through that. So I didn't. And we gave her, you know, some, some medicine, um, you know, and you know, we're just like, what are we going to do? It's Thanksgiving. I didn't, you know, have, didn't plan to cook anything. And I think, you know, she decided that she was able to, you know, to yeah. go, and we did because we didn't we didn't want to push her because Thanksgiving is big and we were going to my family and it's big and so you know she loves to go there because she has cousins that are her her age so um it was it wasn't like she didn't want to go it wasn't like you know she want, she was actually kind of disappointed that she you know she, but yeah. I guess I mean we went now let's let's kind of. Let's kind of talk about before we go further from this point. Let's talk about like what are you thinking? Like how do you feel about God? What are you praying? What are you talking to God? What are you saying? Um, is God even showing you something? Or are you what do you what is your prayer like at this point? Um, I think at this point, I was right. I, I think I, I was at the point to where it's like okay, like we need to find out what's going on. Um, like, I think it was just like, we just, I just need to know what's going like, got to figure out what's going on. Something's wrong. Um, I don't think I had like, a uh, one of those gut wrenching feelings until, um, until we were like driving, driving to be with family on Thanksgiving. Um, and I mean, I was just kind of. Just, I, I don't know, I think I was just, in that moment, I was like, okay, 
you know, Lord, I'm I'm ready to to know, I'm ready to, to find out. I think for me, to try to give my nine year old enema was just like a light that came on. Like you're not you're not supposed to be doing this to a nine year old. Like yeah, I don't even. First of all, I, I don't think it's rocket scientists to give a to give an enema, but that's something I've never had to do. And then to convince my nine year old that I need to do this for a reason. I don't even know why I need to do it. This is just me being mommy trying to figure out. So I think in that moment, your prayer was mostly like God reveal it. Yeah. It's like reveal what it is. Cause okay. I'm, I'm ready. That's, that's where I was. I, I'm ready. I was there. I mean, this is ready to find out my, at that point is, I think I was just, you know, like, like, Lord, what is going on? And can we find out what's going yeah. on? Because, you know, at this point, we weren't prepared for something big or no, serious or heavy like that. No, but 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 you do know, you know, and I think, you know, I told you I was looking at some photos, mm-hmm. you know, of some close friends um, that they had gone through what we didn't know we were about to go through. They had gone through that. Um, and um, their daughter, you know, was ultimately healed on the other side, not... Not the physical right. realm. Right. Um, you know, she was victorious in over glory. her cancer. In glory. You know, in glory. Yeah. And so I remember, yeah, I remember literally being obsessed. I don't know how. At that I same, in the same time. Yeah, we were driving. We were I was, there. I was feeling the same thing because I think they were like doing some type of drive. Yeah. And but I was obsessed with looking at, I don't know how I just end up literally right. like I was trapped in this album about her. And I'd gone through the photos and I just was in my mind like oh my God, you know, how could they have gone through this and literally be so strong, you know, and I just could not get out of that album. It was like every picture I looked at, I wanted to see another one. I wanted to see another one. And then I was thinking like, Lord, how could they do this and be so strong and literally had no idea the next two days or three, I would walk into that. Yeah. And that, in that same sense, you know, this, this is how me, this is how me and my wife are like connected the same family she's talking about they were doing this drive and i was so like adamant about getting the the toys to them because i understood the cost that they were fighting for and i felt the same way like man they went through this but they're 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 doing this in their child's name and their child's honor they have to have the most strength in the world and mm-hmm. so to be doing this, like, but then on our side, we're fighting to figure out what's going on with Jordan. Like we're back and forth the ER. Yeah. We're going in the middle of the night. Not to mention, uh, uh, I didn't forget to mention, or uh, forgot to mention that we had a, a seven month old. Yes. And so at this time, my wife wasn't nursing yet at that, at that point, probably just finished nursing, but we have a, we had a seven month old. Like, mm-hmm. so it's hard because you know, so yeah, so add that to the fact, but I was kind of like adamant about getting the the toys to our friends because, and, but the thing was we missed the date because we're dealing with Jordan in in the ER. So I know that you know it's almost like we were supporting something that we didn't know we were gonna be a part of. Like yeah, I mean we were supporting so, out of the goodness of our heart. That's our friends. You know, it's just we support. Yeah. But um so yeah, so then so we go through Thanksgiving. Um, you know, Joel's aunt, um, you know, she she felt 
led by the spirit to pray for Jordan while we were there. And I remember praying for Jordan, um, you know, because, you know, through everything we had told, you know, our family, Jordan's not feeling well. Every time something was like, look, we're going to the hospital with Jordan, you know, this is going on. So when we got there, you know, they were aware of what we had been presently going through with her. It wasn't like, you know, we went on like red alert, but they were still like antennas of like, she isn't feeling well. She's yeah. And under if the it's one thing they're going to do, yeah, they're going to they pray. pray. So, and so that's what they did. Nothing to us was unordinary yeah, out of that. Jordan's here. She's not feeling well. Let's we pray. Don't pray. And, and, and add to the and fact that we, we don't know what's going on. We're trying to find out what well, we're going to call them on the name. That's a, that's higher than anything. So, um, so let's let's kind of um, I guess pause right here and say that um, you know we well we we're gonna come back in just a second. So we go to um, so it's after Thanksgiving. The Friday, the next day, right? And we all at home. We watching football, all that stuff. We eating leftovers, but Jordan still isn't feeling good. So we all, as a family, go to the ER because we we're at this point. And we're like, okay, she's constipated. Um, she's, she's not eating. She's not eating, and the fevers. She's yep. constantly having a fever, and so. We're like, man, this this isn't right. You know, the fevers are coming and going. They're not staying the whole time. And so we go to the ER, and then we're at the ER as a family, me, Chaz, Jordan, and Jolie. Um, so we're there. We go in the back. They check her out. You know, they the doctor says, you know, well, if it's constipation, you know, you know something is kind of going on right now, like some type of bug or whatever. But then it was like, well, constipation and fever don't go together, really. But then it was kind of like, you know, they just uh, told us to get some Miralax for her so that it can ease her, you know, ease her stuff so that she can, you know, use the restroom, right? And she also refuted my request to draw labs as well. Yeah, because it was kind of at that point, it was like, no, there's no need to. And, you know, like I said, we still at this point, like, okay, so this is like maybe the the third probably doctor's slash ER visit or maybe fourth doctor slash ER visit but nonetheless so um we go back home and the next day is Saturday Bayou Classic we're at home watching football watching Bayou Classic and then we had some family photos scheduled with uh, a co-worker of mine and he didn't stay too far from us so we head over there we go take photos but the, the irony in this situation was that Jolie was so attached to Jordan this day. But why I bring that out is that we took these pictures and then we didn't see them. We took these photos, right? And then we didn't see them. When we looked at the photos months later, we can see that Jordan didn't look healthy. Or she didn't look... She looked feeble. She looked weak. But her her the the expression on her face is i'm i'm a fighter you know kind of like it, it, you know i'm a, i'm gonna take these pictures with y'all you know cuz it's family but the thing is in the in the photos there's one photo shot that Jolie is just grabbing onto Jordan and it's kind of like uh an embrace yeah she's kissing her head yes yeah, it's, it's kind of like i i feel it sister i know what's going on and so that that picture is like special to me because 
if you look at the picture, Jordan is sick. Like, I see that she's fighting. Everybody else may, may not see it, but you can see her eyes. There's bags. And that day, you know, we go back home. The next day, she has fever again in the morning. Mm -hmm. And fever was like maybe 105 or something like that. It goes away. And then this is the Sunday, the day right before you start back school, right? Because mm -hmm. here in Baton Rouge, you go back to school, um, you know, after, after Thanksgiving. You're out the whole week. So we're home after church, we, you know, just relaxing. I think we went went out to eat or something. I don't know. But but the, the case is, it's like now it's time to, to really get ready for school the next day. And I go into the back. And I see that Jordan is in like excruciating pain, not just normal pain. She cried all day. She was crying all day, but at this point, it was like I can't, I can't go on. And, and she was almost trying to bear it for us for some reason. I think she kind of felt like I keep bringing y'all to the yard, ER, but nothing's happening. So I'm just going to just chill, and hopefully in the morning I feel better because I'm going back to school. And so she still, at this point, she has a little bit of a fever, but now she's saying that the pain is in her stomach. Like, it's kind of like in her abdomen. And so I'm thinking, ah, I figured it out. I figured it out. She, you know, now, I figured it out. It, it's it's an appendix. And so I, I I went and looked up appendicitis and, you know, how we do. We pull up on our phone. Google and then MD. Google MD and all that stuff. And then, um, you know, I've read up on appendicitis and it says that, you know, you know, it, 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 you know, can flare up, but it's on normally on, I think the right side, it'll come and go, it'll come and go. And it was the same symptoms, but it was on the opposite side from Jordan. But what happened was because we had Jordan had the fever and stuff, we had given her Tylenol. We had given her some type of medication like that. It was directed to give her. Right. Because we had left the yard ER before. And so when I read that, it says that if you are experiencing appendicitis, do not take Tylenol. <laughs> and it was kind of like all caps, do not, do not, do not. But I did read that it was on the opposite side after that. I'm like, well, either way, I told my wife, I said, look, I said, I'm going to keep Jolie. Jolie was, like I say, six, seven months at this point. I think she was six months. Mm -hmm. I said, do not. I said, this is your child. This is our child. Y'all go to the ER. I'm going to keep Jolie here. I say, do not leave the hospital until they tell you what's going on. And so at that point, we go to the, uh, Chas and, and Jordan goes to the hospital. Jordan in her pain, you know, I couldn't allow her. We couldn't allow her to go to the hospital. And that, when we go to school the next day, looking the way she looked and what? Well, wait, what's that? when you told me to, you know, don't leave until we find out. And that's all I was waiting on. But when I went in the room to tell Jordan um, we were going into the hospital, she bawled. She was already crying. Yeah. But then the first thing that came out of her mouth said, is, they're going to tell me something's wrong. Yeah. They're going to say something is wrong. Yeah. And I was like, Jordan, we just we, we have to go to find out what's wrong because you can't continue like this. And she right. was like, but I'm scared. I'm scared. I don't want to go. So I had to force my child. I had to drag her out of the house you know, kicking and screaming to go to the place to find out what's wrong with her. And she was scared before we even left and now the that, room. Now that you say that, that brings a memory up because I told you to go and y'all, like Chaz was like, you know, on like, she was like, oh, 
you you good for me to go like go and don't leave yes you have the green light like she was like i was like this is you're her mother and so she was like game let's do it and so and so but the thing was jordan kind of knew something wasn't right at that point with her and so she was at that point kicking and screaming almost like right um so I had to calm her down. I said, baby, look, you know, I understand that you're scared. But at this point in time, you have to come ter- come to terms with what's going on, what you're dealing with. Yes, we're praying. Yes, we're asking God to, to heal her, touch her, whatever the case may be. But number one, we don't know what's going on. So I had to sit her down and I'm like, okay, as a father... I'm always looking for opportunity to grow and mature, quote, quote, right, to mature my children. And at nine years old, I had to sit her down and teach her a lesson of faith. I had to say, look, I don't know what's going on. I'm not a doctor. I, I wish I I wish I could fix it. I wish I could fix it myself. I said, look at your mom. Look at your mother. We don't know what's going on. But I do know one. I know one thing. I said, um. Uh, I said, if you trust God, he's going to take care of you. I, I can't promise you everything. I, I wish I could promise you that, that. I wish I could promise you something right now. I said, but what I can promise you is if you trust God, he's going to take care of you. I say, do you believe that? And I could, I could sense at that point her spirit start to strengthen a bit. Because at that point, I took the responsibility off of me as a father. I took the responsibility off of us as parents. Mm-hmm. And what I did was I said, God, this is your opportunity. This is not your opportunity. This is your situation. And so it was like, you know, I wasn't in there. I didn't hear spirit come and, and I didn't. I, the Holy Spirit didn't overtake me at that point. I just say, look, Jordan, you have to allow God to carry you at this point. I can't promise you everything. I can't promise you that I can take care of this. But what I can promise you is if, 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 you, tr- if you trust God, he's going to take care of you. And I say, tell that back to me. I say, do you trust him? She's like, I, I do. I do. So at that point, they go to the hospital. And so... Alright guys, so that's our time um, for this episode, but we are doing this, we're we're having this podcast just to give you some insight as to the journey, um, you know, that a family embarks upon when their child is diagnosed. Um, You know, it doesn't just affect the child that's diagnosed, it affects any siblings that they have. Um, their parents, their friends, um, extended family. It affects everybody that's connected to those people, you know, that family unit. Um, And so, you know, if you ever, you know, meet a family that, you know, has a child that's fighting, you know, not just cancer, any type of diagnosis, you know, just know that you see them, you know, in their strength and, they're smiling. They are fighting every single minute of the day. It is a never ending struggle and fight. But what you see is them giving you hope and reminding you, you know, that we serve a big God 
and he's bigger than what we're dealing with and we're get we're getting the strength from him so that we can appear strong to you and you know it 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 teaches us but it teaches it teaches you and so that journey is just not their journey um our journey it's it's your journey you pull something from us and we pull something from you it's just journey um maturation of us right us and you right yeah, that us means all of us. So, you know, just know that, you know, it's 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 a it's a hard struggle. Um, but we do believe that God allowed us to go through it. Not saying that he perp um not saying that um he he uh vindictively made Jordan sick, but he allowed us. I believe that he knew it would happen and so he allowed us to go through it and so he had a purpose ultimately in allowing us to go through it. And so we want to bring glory to his name. So on that note, I think we should pray. Um, you want to pray for, um, to close out? <laughs> She's pointing at me. All right, well, let's pray. God, we honor you. Lord, we love you. We thank you for this opportunity to be on this podcast and to bring awareness and just to tell our story about your glory father god it's not about us honestly it's about how you carried us how you kept us lord we pray for our friends and our family that had ultimately uh, children transition into your presence father god we pray your support in them we pray your comfort lord god knowing that their your children is in your arms father god we give you glory honor it's in jesus name we pray amen Look, guys, we ask y'all to continue to support us. Please support, share, uh, send us, you know, you know, just continue subscribe to the podcast. We're going to continue to continue to tell the narrative and to even, uh, you know, be transparent about the journey and about our maturation. You want to say something, Chaz? Yeah. Do something to glorify God That's in it. everything you do. That's it. Y'all be y'all be cool.